And welcome to this week's edition of Trying Hip Hop Podcast. Sorry about the hiatus. Um, did I say it right? Hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, still learning big words, y'all. Uh, this is Howie. Um, to my my associate here. This is Kurt. And the other associate here. The horrible rap ninja, otherwise known as Other Yellow Hat Guy, aka Leonard Cornerstone. Shishin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! We got, we got to get the, the the sword sound. You know, we got the Wu Tang effect going on up there. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, you know, what's been going on, fellas? Uh, well, hurricane can't stop us. Shout out to everybody out there who's making it. Seen my man out there, Texas, made some kind of moat around his house to keep it from being flooded. Might have sound like a silly investment prior, but worked out. He ain't got to go to Joe Osteen's church. Right. He's good. He's good. Everybody be safe out there, first and foremost. The Houston area, the islands, Virgin Islands, Miami. Florida, yeah. you know, even out here in North Carolina. Be safe out here. Pro tip, fill your bathtub up with water in case the power goes out. Make sure you got them home insurance policies ready. And, you know, just be be safe. Continue to be blessed. The, the Virgin Islands ain't so virgin no more. Uh, they, got the yeah, they got penetrated. They got penetrated. <laughs> they gonna call this shit the island. Yeah. <laughs> but not to not to make jokes with that though, but yeah, definitely uh shout out to you know the uh, Harvey I mean the Harvey Victor. <laughs> not the Harvey himself. Shout out to Harvey. Yeah, the the, Har- the Harvey uh, You're doing your thing, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're on the block, Harvey. Bonk bonk no, no, but the you know, the victims of the weight, you know. Um also to my aunt down there in Miami, I hope she's okay because we try to fund like everybody chip up 10 bucks not to you know make it a you know a personal thing but we try to chip up everybody chip up 10 bucks to get her a ticket and she pretty much just said like nah screw everybody because yeah it's like awesome like it's like dude like you yeah because this is you're having different you're like I'm not coming up here because you have differences against people. Like, but these people were trying to right. save your life. When it's a matter of life and death, you got to put them differences aside. Yeah, yeah it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. so that going on. I want to also take a time shout out, um, which I don't really know them personally, personally. But this one girl kind of had, you know, we kind of met up one time, and um, we, you know. Like when I was dating and whatnot, we kind of hung out. Well, the one you had the one night stand with? No, 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 no. Wait a minute. But anyway, no, but anyway, like I was saying, she um she passed away. Um, oh, she had man, yeah, she had a was she down there in the hurricane. No, 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 no. She had a heart attack. She lived in Charlotte, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, prayers going to the families and wow. you know what I'm saying I you know we were just friends you know and. You know, not that I was a close, close friend, you know, but still, you know, I don't close wish nothing. This is not the person that cut hair. No, no, no. How so, old was she? I'm, I'm thinking if she wasn't early 30, she was late 20s. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, and it just, yeah, they took off a life support yesterday, so it was Heart yeah. attacks, man, them things is no joke. Man, it's like they coming like crazy, man, like. It's like the whole week I was like surrounded by death camp, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Cause like this one girl that um, 
not a girl, but she's an older woman. She uh went to the beach, had a heart attack, and um just just gone, like in her fifties, all of a sudden. And then one of my friends, my friend of the family, he had a heart attack. Thankfully it didn't take him out. Right. But the crazy thing with the woman dying, having a heart attack, the guy that had a heart attack, his son taking her place at her job. So it's like Man, it's crazy. It's been crazy, man. man. When I was coming up, they, you know, when they talked about heart attacks, it was always people that were older, yeah, and their AARP age, and you, you just thought, okay, well, they're getting old, their heart's not as good, but it won't happen to young people. And nowadays, it's happening to everybody, man. You don't never know. It's crazy, man. You don't never know. So you know, my 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 thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who's been affected by. All these hurricanes, Harvey, Irma, Jose coming up, hitting her from the back, you know. Jose like, oh, Jose, Jose, Cuervo. You know, hopefully, you know what I mean, I, I, I really hate when people just get stubborn and just don't want to leave. It's like, it's not that serious. Mm. No. You know what I mean? Come back later when you can find out what your house looked like. You know and, what I mean? You know, you can salvage your stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They always have this, oh, I've been living here so long, I've been through worse. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Trust yeah. me. But, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. But those will be the main ones when they're sitting on the roof, they want to call 911. Yeah, and, and I won't, I won't like, nah, you on that roof, cuz. Right. We told you to leave. You the sink or swim. Yeah. <laughs> Fly or die. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I just, you know, I hope that um, the majority of people got out of the way of, of um, Irma, you know, in, in Florida, because uh, they've been showing that on the news. It's been hitting hard, man, mm-hmm. knocking everything over down there. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, other than that, man, I'm just trying to stay safe. It's coming up this way, but hopefully by the time it gets here to North Carolina, it, it'll be weak, you know, because it's yeah. so far inland. So hopefully it'll be weak by the time we get a, maybe just a little rain or something. I think the worst thing it'll be is the category one for us. Yeah. That's the worst of the problem. So. I mean, <clears throat> that's, you know, if it gets above that, yeah, it might be a little crazy. But, yep, so let's uh, let's get into our Yeah, speaking of which, today. speaking of which, that's what I was saying, it's the health thing. Um, little Wayne's health. Yeah. Um, everybody's heard that he sees you out. Um everybody's like talking about well man you think you know the pills and the lean you know right it's like what you um you know what you expect right right it's definitely a possibility because i mean he was heavy into that stuff you know what i mean but do lean well lean but that's the thing though i mean i'm not saying that you know that it can't but does lean really affect seizures? Because yeah, really, I don't see that. that's what I'm saying. Because my thing of it is, is like, a, from what I understand, lean's more of a downer, right? I don't know. See, I really never even looked into the stuff, man. Because I, I, I stay far away from that. Oh yeah, I agree. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, as far as I couldn't really see. I mean, if if it's a if it's a downer, I can't see anybody. Right. Seizure, yeah, seizure. Off. But if he's popping the pills too <clears throat> now, now yeah, that might is, once you combine, yeah, combine those stuff, two, yeah, that's when it really gets dangerous. You know what yeah. I mean? 
What do you think? You know anything about lean and all of that? Money? I know nothing about lean. I know that it causes some people to have, you know, certain reactions like, you know, headaches and, you know, obviously with little Wayne uh, seizures. <clears throat> um, as far as Wayne goes, I think he's already got something like that going on, like genetically with seizures. Has, already has and no maybe problems. the lean is exacerbating yeah, that, making that worse yeah. or what have you. Um, could be, could definitely be. But from what I heard, I don't know if y'all heard, but. Supposedly, he's already back in the studio making music. Um, you know, he was hospitalized, but, you know, they got recent posts where, you know, he's in the studio with Scott Storch and making music and, you know, doing his thing. So, you know, at least he's trying to stay, you know. Yeah, stay, yeah. Make, turn, turn this around, make it like, you know, a positive. So, I mean, I respect that. You know. Yeah, if, he, if it really was from pills and lean and all of that, I hope he learned his lesson, you know what I mean, that's the only thing you can think about when it comes to something like that, is hopefully you learn something from it. Yeah. Well, shoot. Anyway. But wait a minute, you know, before we even go to another subject, real quick, have y'all heard that he's gonna be on uh, Rock Nation? Yes, Wayne? so... And actually, he's on a documentary with, um, with uh, 50 Cent, and uh, I think he'd probably be like, a battle rapper, because like Dr. Dre and Eminem did this thing called Body, oh, okay. and he probably be like a battle rapper, and I think he was on Power with 50 Cent or oh, something right. like that. Yeah, I'm starting to try to check out Power. I'm into like the first and second season now, because everybody's like, oh, it's good, mm -hmm. you should go. So I'm actually going back now, I'm binge watching it. Yeah, I'm going to have to kind of check it out, because they're saying it's actually better than Empire. Yeah. Um... So far, it is pretty good. I have to admit, I just finished the first season, and I'm just starting the second one. So, so far, I have to admit, it's good. But it hasn't, like, blown me away. But it's good enough to where you like, okay, I want to know more. I, I need to know more. What's going to happen? So, but, you know, I mean, that would really be um, a good move for Wayne, I think, if he did get on Rock Nation. Because Jay, you know, Jay's all about making money. And Wayne seems to be about that money, too. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to make my money. You know what I mean? So I think they might work good together, even though they had some back and forth with each other. That could work. You know what I mean? But they showed a video of him like doing a little rock sign and saying that he was part of the um, Rock Nation. I was like, yeah, okay. I think that'd be good for him too, because I mean, and get away from baby. Um, yeah. But you really can't trust Jay Z either. <laughs> but see, but I think it might be better. It's, it's, it's all about, with Jay-Z, you got to know how to work him. You know what I mean? You don't need to be best friends with Jay-Z. You just need to be a businessman with Jay-Z. That's what you I need to approach. Yeah. yeah, you got to approach Jay-Z like you approach yeah, your brain. If you go like, look, I street, need, yeah, I need this. This is what I need to make this. Right. When I make this, I pay you this back. Right. We good. good. And, you know, you make it a black and white thing like that. Because, I mean, if you think about it, when him and Kanye got this issue now, if you think about the response he did on his album, he said, you know, I gave Kanye, uh, what was it? 20, 20 mil. mil. So that was the first thing that he could think of. I gave you all this money. We should be good. So Jay, is a, he's a money-minded person. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but he's not necessarily the best person to be a best friend with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Kanye looked at it more like, we brothers, we got this best friend thing going on. Ah, son, I shot my yeah. brother. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> break you off a little money or whatever and we should be good so i think if, if wayne goes in strictly for that to make that money 
It'd be all right. Yeah. yeah, I think for Jay, he's just looking at it like it's a business move. Yeah. Uh, this is what he wants to do. He's looking at Wayne like, hey, he can go platinum off a of title. Right. These artists we could bring in on title if something like Kanye West is gone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's So basically, you're saying like that would probably be Kanye's. Um, not necessarily like replacement, but like just to. Well, nobody would replace Kanye, but the thing is, Jay doesn't have that many artists right now. Yeah, so he needs to be notable that are you know hip hop on that right. you know exclusivity deal. You know that's not to say that there aren't title exclusive tracks, but somebody like Drake would never sign the title. No, no, because Apple's I mean, throwing too much money at him, but he yeah. really doesn't need Apple either. Right. He could really just be on all platforms at any time and still sell. Yeah. Uh, the way Jay is looking at it, like, hey, you know, I don't want to be on, uh, you know, other people's, you know, networks because they're right. not going to pay me what I think I'm worth. Yeah. Or some of these newer guys who are starving artists or who may do more downloads than Jay-Z right <coughs> now, they're not really thinking about it yet. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all about how you work the business. And man. you got to remember, he is the label. So OVO, yeah, okay. OVO is not big enough to stand on its own like title is. Right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these guys are signing these 360 deals and getting screwed over. Lil Wayne is too big of an artist to go back to signing some kind yeah. of deal like that. So. Somebody like Jay-Z could swoop in and obviously do what they're doing and say, hey, I'm not one of these new guys. You can't just give me some yeah. regular little hand-me-down deal. But at the same time, I know me and you aren't close like Baby and all that, but my name brings in money. What can you do? And Jay's going to be like, look, well, I may not be able to give you what Cash Money gave, or maybe I can do better than Cash Money gave. You don't really know. Right. But it, it, it's comparable because this is somebody who's got money. Right. So, I think for Wayne, if he's able to put out a card of five, something like that on Rock Nation, that would be good for him if he could right. get a Jay-Z track on that album. And, oh, uh, nah. I mean, supposedly, it's, he had Carter five already ready. Nah, he need to make, the album he need to make, Carter and Carter Incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> and have fucking yeah, Jay Z him and Jay doing that shit. That would be dope. That would be kinda dope. Uh, and I mean Lil Wayne Yeah, that would be dope. He needs more lyrical credibility, you know what I mean? Instead of just always rapping about the, the, the drugs and all that shit, you know. Yeah. So if they, if they if they did that, I think that would be kinda cool and I think you know, as far as just I put out an album called the Carter Brothers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Carter. Well, I mean, it, it could just be called the Carter something or the Carter Experience or some shit. Yeah. But, you know, both of them being Carters. You know what I mean? That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dope. Like, yeah, Carter and Carter. Yeah. I think that'd be they, kinda cool. if, if they don't do an album, they'll at least probably do a song. Yeah, they've already done that, right? I think Carter Four. Yeah, I mean, they probably done some stuff they together, but I think, but what I'm saying, like, if they did, but if they did, if they did, like, a whole, if they really did, like, a whole album, you know what I'm saying, together, both of them, or at least Jay on most of the album, and yeah. then maybe one, maybe one standalone Wayne song, and one standalone Jay, Jay-Z yeah. song, 
Like, man, that, I think they could get away with like a mixtape, like Future. And, yeah, uh, they could do that shit. Future man. and Drake did. Yeah, they could do that, man. Yeah. Problem yeah. is, Wayne be trying to do albums with everybody. You know, we're still waiting on the Jewel Santana Lil Wayne mixtape. That mm-hmm. you know, we know the T Wayne mixtape ain't happening. So it's like, right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So hopefully, Lil Wayne is in good health. It's not the yeah, first yeah, time he's yeah. had seizures. He's had multiple issues with this before. I just hate to see your brother, you know, go out like that. But what can you do? It's like if you won't listen to your doctor. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much. I can't really feel sorry for you. I mm-hmm. just hate to see him go in his prime. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I have to admit, I wasn't very much of a Wayne fan back when Cash Money and all them first came out. When Mass P and them was doing their thing back around that time. You say, I wasn't really a fan, but the the more, I think right around the Carter 4, either 3 or 4, I started noticing he was stepping his game up lyrically. I was like, okay, I feel well, you now. Here's my thought, and I don't want to get into talking about his career or what I think of his music too much because we're just talking about his health. Yeah. I was in the same camp as you. And some people are like, no, Carter 2 was the best one. And I'm like, how could that be his best one when he actually started rapping multi-syllables, mm-hmm. you know, on the third and fourth album? Right. Now, mm-hmm. say what you want if you like the songs. Lil Wayne, to me, is one of these rappers that can get on a track that has a name about one thing. Like, for example, Coaster. Mm-hmm. Name of the track could be Coaster. And Lil Wayne will go from talking about being Blood Gang and then bring it back to fucking bitches. Yeah. And it's like, yo, what topic are you on? Right. But that's his style. Yeah. That's his style. He's done that so much now to where other rappers emulated that. Yeah. Well, and I they think... Can't, they can't do it. Hold on. They can't do it as well as him. And now that's our standard. So am I a fan of Lil Wayne? Probably not. Do I respect what he's brought to the table? Yes. Do I think he can rap? Yeah, he's shown that he can rap. He's shown that he's... Worthy of the success he has, but right. to sit up here and say he's the best rapper alive, I'm not on that camp yeah. at all. No, no. I can never be on that camp. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's nowhere near. If he was actually, sense. if he was actually out early 2000s with the style he has now, right. I don't think people would be looking at him like they were, you know, the Eminem, DMX, Ja Rule, 50 Cent. Yeah. He happened to just come in at the cusp of when. Those guys were kind of falling back or yeah. falling off, however you want to describe it. It's murder. So he came, so Wayne came in and he was like, okay, there's me, there's T.I., Gucci, and all these other garbage rappers who, you know, were copying all those guys' styles. And that's my opinion, so yeah. don't feel butthurt if horrible rap ninja of all people told you. <laughs> this shit is trash. I'm just saying <laughs> a lot of factors come into play and that is, you know, who's the guy that people are, you know, in rock music the same way. Went to that Switchfoot concert. Switchfoot had the song uh, Meant to Live, which sounded like the alternative rock of the late, not the late, but the early 2000s. But you hear the rest of their catalog doesn't sound anything like that. Mm-hmm. And that was because they were trying to capture a sound that was being pushed by the radio at the time. All those guys were trying to copy that same popular sound, the new metal, the, the post-grunge punk sound. I know this is hip-hop, but hear me out. They were trying to emulate that sound, and they went to something else. Yeah. If you want to be the face of the genre, you got to 
do what is you know ride that wave. Right. And I think that Lil Wayne was able to take that torch, set it up, and a lot of guys who couldn't do it in his style tried. You know, they tried to do their own trap and their own South music. You know, because you got to think about it. Majority of hip hop, we look at East Coast, and then for a period we look at West Coast. Now we're looking at the South, and maybe we'll go to I don't know Utah or somewhere. Well, I mean, uh, well, I mean, but that's Montana here they've seen, but that's what I was gonna say. The Midwest, really, they're kind of been. I mean, they've kind of been, um, yeah, and a little stable with all this other stuff coming on. You know what I'm saying? Well, Midwest has always been in there, but yeah, it's been. So spread out. Yeah, it's kind of weird, too, because you think, like, for instance, the artist like Common, you know, Midwest, it's like, you know what I'm saying? And he's kind of got, like, that boom back style. But then you go Crucial Conflict, you know, they still kind of, they kind of have that down south, but they're from Chicago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, I mean, it's just like, what's the dude um, from New York, ASAP? He sound like he's from down south. Yeah. But he's he's got like, yeah, he's got that, yeah, he's from Harlem, and that's, his shit ain't too bad, though, like, he, he kind of had that Houston, that Houston flow, yeah. and kind of mastered that, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of cool, though, I mean, yeah. to take a different flow from a different ge- geography, and, um, you know, kind of make it your own, I mean, it is, I mean, it is what it is, I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of creative, I can respect that. Yeah. I mean, you know, but the, the Midwest, they really do have a lot of good talent out there, you know what I mean? Because, um, I mean, for not just, you know, Eminem, but you got you got Royce and you got Tech Nine. Yeah, man. Um, what's what's my man's name? Um, I used to think he was from uh, New York, but he's actually from the Midwest. Um, not twisted. Lupe. Yeah, yeah, Lupe. Lupe fiasco. He from the Midwest, and he he rhymed like he from New York. I'm like that dude is nasty with it, man. And so you know he has a he has almost like a, a little bit of a New York accent. So you know I, I always thought he was for a good while, but um, I mean they got a lot of people from out there, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So what's what's uh we got any other topics we need to? Hit? Yeah, they're talking about a tribe called Quest. Uh, I got like a tribe called Quest ended. Um, they're just saying like they're going on these tours and it's just not the same without Fife. Um, so the theory is that they're probably not going to keep going on since Fife is not here. Yeah, I mean it's kind of funny too because I because I was listening to um shout out Shay Forty Five. I think it was it was a Static Selector or Tony Touch. Uh, radio. I think it was Tony Touch mm. because they were talking about the you know the Rocksteady crew. Yeah. You know they did the they did their little last uh, annual thing in the park. Like their fortieth oh, annual. Yeah, they did a little tribute to you know Mob Deep, Prodigy, and uh, I think the I think Tribe came out there perform, and what they did was, you know, with Tribe like they did, you know, they, everybody did their verse, and then they had the the mic just opened and they're like, oh, Fife, get it. Right. And then like, you know, they played the Fife shit, man. It's that like, and they was like, yeah, that's just kind of special that they did it like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, dope, but I mean, I can understand, man. I mean, there's been, 
I mean, if you just look, open up the newspaper, he, I mean, there's been a lot of death this year. You know, you got, you know, your Chris Cornell, you got your, um, you know, Chester Bennington, Prodigy, you know, there's been a lot of death this year. And just, and sometimes, I think he was 20, was he? Yeah, because he died when Prince died. Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, not when, but like around the same time. So it's like, you got all that going on, and you know, in front as a group standpoint, I guess you can kind of see them like, hey, you know, I guess we're done, you know. I mean, and I mean, to honestly, to be honest, I think it's not a bad move because this last album that they dropped, it did really good, mm-hmm. you know, and they should be proud of that. So it's it's nothing wrong with going out on top, yeah, and just saying, you know what, we're not gonna just wait until. Nobody just don't want to hear it no more. You know, we're going to just say it's not the same. So let's just close the curtain while, you know. Yeah, well, while yeah. Good. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, there'll always be hip-hop legends, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. Shit, man. The tribe, man. I mean, you know, even though you had all that stuff going on, you know, like, you know, the West Coast and all that other stuff. Yeah. Tribe was like, you know, they just kind of just rooted and grounded in that jazz hip-hop sound. I mean, they kind of set, you know, paved the way for that, you know. Yeah. A lot of, everybody was using, like, kind of, like, funk and, you know, like, the James Brown, like, oh, good God, or, like, you know, the Funkadelics or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know I'm saying? The thing of it is, it's just, like, you know, they were, like, Thelonious Monk type, you know, all those type of beats, you know, old school, you know, ju- you know jazz stuff, you know, the do-do-do-do, you know, playing on the bass and, using those samples and yeah. they you know they're saying they just kind of paved the way for that sound you know yeah. um yeah and you know they always stay true to that you know what i mean that's that's what's up and y'all out there listening y'all should go and definitely check out low end theory that's oh, yeah. that's a fucking classic yeah, like you, if you're a hip-hop head like you should listen to that um yeah and, go ahead. i was gonna say to spam you know, as far as like, you know, Tribe coming out on top, you know, that's kind of, you know, they're an older, you know, hip hop group. You had a lot, you had a lot. One thing about this year, you had like a lot of older music coming out this year. We kind of talked about this, but, you know, like I was talking to someone in the uh, barbershop, you know, I'm cutting his hair and he was like, yeah, man, I just don't listen to this new stuff. I said, yeah, but you got to check some of this stuff out. Like some of the, Older artists are coming back with some fire shit. Like, I yeah. mean, shout out to it, the MC uh, Eight and uh, DJ Premier, man. That mm-hmm. shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's gonna go hard, man. I mean, yeah. so that's you know, a lot of people can't come out and just do music like that. You know, with Tribe coming out, dropping an album and doing real good. MC Eight doing real good. Yeah. I hear Nas is about to drop his album. Um, which we'll discuss later. Yeah, we're going to discuss <laughs> So, you know, I mean, but G-Rap just dropped the album. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's one of them things, man. If you really love hip-hop, you're going to still be listening. Yep, yep, yep. For real. Well, my, and, and another thing, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit, too. Uh, Andre 3000 is talking about 10 years he hopes to stop rapping because, like, when you get a certain age, like, what else there is to rap about? Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I hope he keeps going as long as he, you know, is is doing it, but I get it. 
You know what I mean? But it's one of those things for me. I've just come to the realization that whatever my craft is, I want to do it to the day I die. Yeah. You know, and I don't give a fuck about nobody saying, oh, you too old, you too this, and you too that. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm going to do my shit too. Because I notice when people get to a point where they feel like, oh, I want to retire and not do shit no more. That's when you get stale. Nobody, you know what I mean? You start looking all old and shriveled up and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I'm saying. So the people who stay active are the ones who look the youngest. You know yep, what I mean? Yep, Think yep. about that shit. Yep. They're the ones who look the youngest. So it's like, I don't need to stop. I'm just going to keep doing my shit until I die. Yeah, I feel you. So, Future Man's got a fucking documentary. Yeah. Speaking of that. <laughs> I don't know why the Gucci fuck they're doing this, but, you know, supposedly they're doing a little documentary. I don't think it's going to be like a big screen documentary. Probably some, you know, you know, Lifetime shit or something. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's it. he's not, okay, like, he hasn't reached the status where... We should be making a documentary about him. They're gonna get like a white guy to play him, like they did fucking. <laughs> they did uh, what is it? Oh, the, the Lifetime, and they did the Aaliyah movie. That shit mm-hmm. was. I didn't see, but that shit was trash. They got like yeah. a Korean dude playing. T- like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like mm-hmm. you, yeah. you just can't. You just can't do what Marvel, you know, comics do, and right. then it comes to like, oh well, you know. Johnny Johnny Storm. Oh, we'll make him black. Like right, you know, what I'm saying right. you can't just be like, oh, Timlin, hip hop. Oh, he kind of light skinned Let's just make him Asian. <laughs> like, just make him Korean. Right. Like, come yeah, on, man. You can't do little shit like. Can't that. do shit like that. But, you know. But yeah, that's how they do stuff. I mean, most of Lifetime stuff is garbage. But I think there's certain ones they do all right on. You know what I mean? The Whitney Houston one was okay. They they did a little bit better on that, but it wasn't still wasn't like. The bomb or anything like that. Honestly, I hate to say it, but the uh, say about the bell thing they did mm. was actually pretty good. I didn't see. It. See, I was never that was about the bell. I mean, I, I saw like... a couple of episodes when it was out, but it was like I was too much into the rough shit, like New York Undercovers. And New York Undercovers with that right. shit though. Yeah, I, I just wanted to because yeah. I'm from New York, so I couldn't really relate to that shit that they was talking about. I was like, y'all life is too nice. Yeah, like, <laughs> I oh, need we're some real shit. I need happy. some police. Some killing, some gangster shit going on. Yeah. So, you know, I watched all of that stuff. Man. I was talking about homework. We getting this work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to watch the A-team and shit. You know yeah, the A-team. A-team. A-team is just, but yeah, going back to the Gucci, Gucci man. I mean, I, one thing I will say, like, him getting out of jail and, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, I kind of respect that as far as, like, yeah. he's, you know, he lost weight. Um yeah. He was just trying to get a couple of life things back together. So I, I can kind of respect that. And I think, I think too, with that documentary, I'm pretty sure they're going to expound on it. Yeah. And kind of make it like, well, you know, he made these life changes. And... Yeah, I mean, they seem to like to do that with black people, man. As soon as you get out of jail, let's do your documentary. They did it with ODB. As soon as he got out of jail, they wanted to do a documentary with him. And I think they... <laughs> they almost got it finished because there's a lot of footage out there, but I don't think they ever finished it. But uh, there's a lot of footage out there yeah. uh, with it. But yeah, I mean, they seem to do that a lot just to see if you're a changed man, if the if the system, quote unquote, really works. Did it rehabilitate, rehabilitate you? 
Well, you know what I mean, did you learn your lesson? You gotta still go out there and shoot drugs and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, old dirty fast. I'm gonna do what I do, baby. <laughs> shit, shoot. Yeah. Old dirty was crazy. Yeah, man. but yeah, with Gucci, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at the same time, it's like, and I'm not, and I'm not knocking Gucci, man, or anything by that when I say this, but it just, like, seems like that everybody celebrates stupid now. Yeah. I mean... They pretty much do. They just celebrate. Because, I mean, honestly, when... I don't want to sound like the old guy, but fuck it anyway. But what I'm going (laughs) to say is, like, you know, when hip-hop first came out, like, it was... You know, it was... It was... It was a message that was getting out to them. Like, it was... It was like a direct message, you know what I'm saying? Like a clear message, like we're making black music. Yeah. You're trying to balance. Yeah, we're having black music. Yeah, we got the party scene over here. We got this stuff, but we're making black music. We're trying to tell you know people our lives, our story. You know what we're trying to do. Um, it's not. I don't think it was a. Well, I guess. Slack of like Tim Dog or whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like a coastal thing prior right. to that, but you know what I'm saying. But it's just like to me, it was you know they were just trying to tell their story. They were trying to be accepted as a genre, yeah, as a genre, right? Not as a specific region, yeah, as a genre because you gotta understand, it's like they was they was like the first of. It was like, everybody's like, man, that rap, we don't listen to that shit. Like, yeah. every, and people just come through and just not rap. But, I mean, if you go back and listen to the, especially like the early in the 90s, man, shoot, that's some of the most prolific stuff that's ever been written and recorded when you really right. think about it. Like, shoot, you got, because you got, you got to think, you got R.A. the Rugged Man, white MC talking about cool G rap and Big Daddy Kane with body Bob Dylan in lyrics. And that's a motherfucker. Well, he can't sing, but that's a motherfucker that can't sing but be singing. They talking about they can body Bob Dylan in lyrics. White guy. (laughs) Yeah, man. It took a lot to do what they did. So you know, it gave kids something to look up to. But now it's kind of the opposite effect. It's like the the rappers now have dumbed it down so much. The kids are like, oh. Well, shit, I can do that. Yeah. All he said was one plus one is two. What the fuck? One plus one is All two. All I gotta do is curse. All the time I shoot, right. motherfuckers coming through. Yo, I got that glue. Got that. Right. Got that. Yeah. So it's like the bar has been set incredibly really low. low now. Yeah. So you know what I mean. That's that's the thing. You know what I mean. So I, that's what I don't respect about the new rappers because they just do simplistic shit, and everybody's like, wow. You know what I mean. Well, nothing wrong with simplicity, because, like, if you really think about simplicity, Run DMC is the master of simplicity. Well, I mean... I mean, but... They had a little more... They had a little yeah, more... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. They got more... There's more... They were still more creative than what was going on now. They yeah. Were, they were... See, see, what I like about Run DMC is they kind of bridged the gap between early 70s and 80s rap into the 90s, because they were the first ones to really say... We can't keep doing the same thing. We got to start getting a little more lyrical. And so they started getting, stepping up their lyrical game. And next thing you know, you got all these new rappers like Kane, Rakim and them coming out. 
And so, to me, they kind of paved the way for that. Yeah. Uh, if you really look back at it, because um, Run in, in particular was even more of a lyricist than DMC. DMC, he still kind of kept it simplistic, but Run always kind of set the bar a little bit higher. It was just like, okay, I can't wait to hear Run verse. You know, he's going yeah. to kill this shit. But the thing about, but I mean, one thing I will say, but I mean, it was, but you guys, like with DMC, well, Run DMC, it just wasn't. Like, nah, it wouldn't like on the... You can't put Run MC and Rock him in the same class. Yeah, you just yeah, can't do it. But the thing, as far as, like, lyrics go now, but as far as, like, what they did, one thing about, you know, they had their DJ that was cutting rock records. They wasn't yeah. doing, like, you know, the you know James Browns and all that stuff. They were cutting, like, the rock records. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one big difference. And then the way they used their voice. Yeah. The way they used their voice is kind of what made it, you know... You know what I'm saying? Stand out as yeah. far as, you know, because they, I mean, they kind of, you know, enunciate the words and stuff. Like, it was more into it, but now it's like, you can just mumble. You can yeah. just, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't get that shit. But I mean, you know, I'm just saying that they paved the way for people like Kane and Rakim, you know, by oh yeah, they brought a little more innovation to the game, and I, I love the fact that they wasn't scared to say we might not be the king of rap, but we can call ourselves the king of rock because we're gonna bridge that gap too. We're gonna yeah, bring rock and roll yep. into rap. Yep, you know what I mean, and you know nobody could talk them out of that. Nobody could say, "Nah, you crazy, don't do that." And you know what I mean? They just knew this is what we want to do, and everybody loved it. Because when they did that walk this way. I was glued to the TV for that video. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah. It was just like, wow, this is so dope. You know what I mean? That the fact that they just brought the two together. Mm-hmm. So. And they belong together. Could really, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for rock, honestly, it wouldn't be hip-hop. If it right. wasn't, honestly, if it wasn't for jazz, it wouldn't be hip-hop. R&B, because hip-hop yeah. borrowed all the music it's, it's from like, everybody. Yeah, it's just, it's really, this. what separates some of the rock from the rap is the beats. Because, I mean, we use more baseline type hardcore, you know, street beats. If you think about it, the Run DMC um, crossover with um, Aerosmith, Aerosmith mm-hmm. they didn't change the lyrics. Nope. They just did the same shit that Aerosmith was saying. They just said it from a black person's voice box. So it was just like you never really thought about it as rap when Aerosmith was saying it. You just thought about it as rap when Run DMC said it. Mm. So, you know what I mean? You... You got to give him credit. Aerosmith was pretty much rapping too, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you think about that? Tyler Smith's a fucking beast, son. (laughs) Fucking beast on the mic. Big lip and all. I I was just picturing (laughs) dude in skinny jeans with the lips. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was picturing like, yo, you call him a... And then you look at today's rappers and you're like, Young Thug, Steven Tyler. I couldn't tell. You couldn't tell me neither one was rapping in today's time. My dude over here look like Raiden in the yeah. dress. Yeah, exactly. Raiden. Even Tyler and what he's wearing. Yep. So I just, you know. But we're going to go ahead and try to wrap this up. We got one more time. Yeah, I was going to say this too. Like, you know, to expound on that. Just get something into my next time. Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Everybody. Everybody's been, you know, shitting on this dude. Um. Because of the comment as far as like saying that Nas is not hip hop, Future and Amigos are hip hop. Yeah, yeah. He be, he basically he started off by saying nobody listens to Nas anymore, 
And then he said, oh, yeah, Future and all of them. That's, that's hip-hop, you know what I mean? But, you know, like like my man uh, came out and said, um, you see the video? Yeah! The white dude. Uh, What's his name? I've seen him before. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he's he's real funny. And he was going in, he was like, you know, you young, dumb, and full of cum, and you don't know shit about rapping. I mean, he's, he's right, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you... You can only relate to your generation because you're young and that's all you know. You have no respect for that because that's all you know. But see, and I don't want to get too long-winded about this, but that bothers me a lot when it comes to hip-hop because when you think about rock and roll, yep. um, when you think about heavy metal, all of that shit, um, country, when they have elders in their game, they don't, they don't lose respect for them. They still like... We love Reba McIntyre. She we, set the way. You know what I mean? We love but, ACDC yeah, and Guns N' Roses. But in our shit, we look at these young kids is like, oh. Fuck crazy. Fuck cool Modi. Fuck all the Yeah, man. they old. They, they, fuck they, them. I mean, instead of just saying, I want to learn from them. They set the, they paved the way. You know what I mean? Give some fucking respect. That's all I'm saying. Well, that, that's. open doors why, for you. And, and that's my question. I want to, why do you, why do y'all think? That you know, it's just so much disrespect towards like the elders uh, of the hip hop game. Why is it? And to me, I, I before I answer that question, I feel like, why are you saying this? Right. Because it's like you get these young people go out of their way to say shit like that. Right. Like they get, they just go out of their way to be like, I mean, almost bad as like white people calling black people niggers. Right. They go out of their way to just like to make sure, make sure, like, oh, these guys suck. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, they're not relevant anymore and shit like that. That was okay for the '90s, but this is now and blah blah blah. So you know what I mean? That that to me, I I think I'm gonna tell you my opinion real quick. I think it's a black thing because society has pretty much, I don't know how to put it, but they've kind of put a lot of division amongst us to where we feel like we always have to outdo each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where most other cultures don't feel like that. And so we always at war with each other. That's why you all, all the time when you see these fights on the internet, 99% of the time it's us. Yeah, I agree. Because we always feel like we got to be better than the next person. Oh, you got Jordan? Oh, I'm either about to take your shit or fuck you up just to embarrass you. And it's like, that's the mentality we're against each other instead of being fucking together. I agree with that. I definitely That's agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And my thing on it is, is just like, again, like I said, like you just said, you got all these other genres. Well, even in sports, like, you know, I just look at it that you're, you know, here you are, you're in basketball. You know what I'm saying? You're going to, your dad's going to talk shit about, oh, my son can beat Michael Jordan and right. And all these and th- all this stuff, but it's like, come on, man! Like you ain't even you ain't really dribbled the basketball well, right? You know what I'm saying? It's and you know my thing of it is, it's like you know, Kobe don't you don't hear Kobe like bad mouthing at least publicly Michael Jordan. I don't hear LeBron bad mouthing both Kobe or Michael Jordan. You don't hear like Michael Jordan bad mouthing Larry Bird. Right. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't hear that shit on in in sport. Like oh he. You know, they like, look, you know, these guys, you know, it was like, hey, I attribute this to this guy, you know, 
they set the bar, they set the record. You know, that and that guy might have beat his record or whatnot, but it's like, hey, you know, this if it wasn't for this guy, I wouldn't have been able to beat it because he set the record. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um and this is the thing with like hip hop, man. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not saying you should dick ride your elders. I'm not right. saying that you, you should. shouldn't be shouldn't be like, yeah. Oh, well, he's a good no, no. But you gotta you gotta understand like, you know, if it wasn't for them I wouldn't have this platform to make millions of dollars. Because, I mean, back in those 80s and 80s and, hell, even early 90s, it, this wasn't like a million dollar. Right. Uh, they, hell, EPMD said that best. Like, every, at that time, they didn't really see another rapper living comfortably. Right. You know, you got all these other people, like, you know, rock and stuff. They were making the, you know, money pretty much. And even them, they they were getting shitted on. Right. In a sense, for bad deals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... It's just like, I just feel that they should, you know what I'm saying? That You, you know what I'm saying? That you should respect, respect the elders. That's yeah. all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it comes down to a couple of things. In sports, they know that there's four or ten other guys on the court or field with them. Right. And they can't be as great without those guys. Right. Yeah. At the same time, those businesses that hand out those checks to them, those those sports team owners are looking at them to be examples for the youth. Sign autographs, be in the community. That's not the expectation for rap. Yeah, I agree with Jimmy that. Jimmy and everybody getting up checks are like, yo, we're kind of cool with the backlash because that's great more sales. That's great yeah. more attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's less money we got to spend marketing. Mm-hmm. That translates yeah. to We're not going to directly tell you to do nothing bad. But yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. If you go to jail the week your album comes out, that's yeah. great for us. Yeah. Instead of giving you that money in your advance, we just spend that money to bail you out mm-hmm. and make the difference on yeah, your, your album sales. Yeah, company now. We bail yeah. you out. Mm-hmm. So for hip-hop, it's kind of like, hey, look, I came from nothing. I'm making something out of myself. Uh, yes, there's a lot of money out here for all of us to eat, but you can take the kid out of the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of the kid. Exactly. So still looking at it from that standpoint of it's all about me and I may not survive. They're not going to have that attitude of, yeah, you know, my man Howie, he's a better spitter than me, but we all eating. Whatever, whatever. No, it's like, fuck Howie. I'm the best rapper ever. I don't give a fuck if he went diamond. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, Howie's in Roseman. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Horrible rap ninja. That's how how a lot of these new cats act. You know, hey, I never heard Tupac. I'm better than Tupac. I have a lot of respect for people like Kendrick and J. Cole. Joey. They're from the new school, but they're like, I'm still learning from the old guys. I'm still learning. I still aspire to be like them. I still want to be great like them when it comes to my music. I don't just want to get in it just to make a million dollars like, a, let's say, a Vanilla Ice or, or a Hammer. I want to actually make good music, and I want to be legendary at it, you know what I mean. That's what I like about guys like them. I don't, I don't buy their music just because they're good lyricists. Because they they have a good consciousness about them. They they've kind of outgrown this system. You know what I mean. They they've kind of stepped outside the box, if you will. What do you think about that? Lyric? No, I I agree. I understand. Um, whether I like Kendrick or not, I can say that listening to his music, you can tell that he's trying to actually create something. Right. It's not about just putting out a hit album. He's trying right. to like really be an artist. Like, yeah. like when you look up at these paintings, 
Yeah. You know, you're like, well, anybody can paint, but how level of detail is the painting? Right. What separates this painting from that painting? Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's like, well, if it evokes some kind of emotion out of you, then that tells you that this person really put time and is trying to tell you something. Whereas if the rest of the stuff, if you can listen to it and it's almost like you didn't listen to anything, right. that was something manufactured by some system right. just to, to make sales. That's, that's really what pop music feels like to me. It's like verse, chorus, verse. Right. And if all the songs are cookie cutter like that mm. and they just sprinkle on some guest features, right. that's what they call an album. Because what? albums aren't what they used to be anymore. Right. And so only certain albums are really about that craft. Certain albums. Only certain artists who are about that craft, about really making something worth, you know, putting on a discography or honoring that. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say to expound them that you know I was listening to like a '90s, just a '90s station, just '90s period station on XM. You know, shout out to XM. Um, but anywho, I was listening to a '90s station. And this artist came on. I mean, it was technically pop music for the 90s, but it still had like, it was kind of like that rock, you know, that rock feel. Like, honestly, this song probably should have been done like in the 80s, Mm -hmm. but it still had that pop. And the thing of it is, back in those days, pop wasn't that bad because, you know, you still had your talent. You still had people doing stuff towards it. But I mean, I would say it was still manufactured. The one like, well, if you do a song like this, this is going to get sales. It's going to be your know, nice, clean, you know what I'm saying? Easy listening. So I get I get that. But now it's more so, like you said, with the hip hop now and like hip hip hop, because that's really what it is. Yeah. It's just it's so like, well, y'all need to talk about these bitches and all this shit here and just, you know, fucking rank your lean and, you know, just be senseless, you know. <clears throat> And you know that's just what it is. You know, just no, 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 you know, just no, no sense, no rhyme. And going back to what you're saying with Kendrick, I mean, especially him a couple years ago doing the with the VMAs, and he did like he was rapping, and he did the you know we gonna be all right, and he did that shit with Compton in the background with Africa on that shit. Like you can tell, like yo, like. That made me feel good because, like, damn, we ain't really seen that from anybody in a right. while. You know, as far as, like, that artistic thing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, rock, hip, you know, rock, we won't see any of that yeah. hardly. Yeah. You know, someone actually saying, like, a message. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, but, you know what I'm saying? It's like now, you know, you got this, whatever the fucking name is, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, yeah, just Lonzo like, Ball. yeah, future. Let me just say this. Lonzo Ball, you can suck a dick. Cause I don't know who the fuck. Eat a are, bowl of them. But you can suck a dick. Eat I mean, a bowl of them. You you can listen to all these fucking three amigos niggas if you want. Whatever the fuck you call them, they whack. They, I mean, they, they benefiting off of people like Nas. Yeah, they can get a nice little beat and get some shit that's um, you know, enough to catch your ear. But what they're saying is is garbage. I mean, all and, that shit they're talking about is garbage. And we're not hate. And honestly, we're I'm not hating on amigos or future or anything like that. I mean, that's what you like. That's what you like. If that's what, what's in your you know picture interest. But as far as like them being hip hop, they're not really hip hop quality. Yeah. They're just not because I mean they're just trap artists. And I just think, and and that's another thing too. Like, why are you gonna put like labeled trap? You know what I'm saying? They try to 
do this trap thing, attach it to hip hop, and say it's hip hop. One thing, one thing I can again, like I say, I can inspect you UK for saying like, look, Pimp C was like, look, we're not hip hop. We're really kind of southern playlistic, you know, kind of like Cadillac riding music. Their shit was dope, yeah. and it's like, but I can respect that because they wasn't really. Yeah, they were part of the genre, but they weren't. They were trying to, you know, but they didn't really kind of like, you know, try to piggyback right. off of yeah. it. They were just they like, did their own thing. yeah, they did their own thing. I mean, yes, you can kind of label it, you know, I think they should just label it urban music, but I mean, it still kind of had that familiarity with hip hop, so they kind of just right. lumped it in there. I mean, if you say, yeah, they're the king of trap, I wouldn't have no problem with that because like, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's that's the that's the lane that's going on now. But like hip hop, no, yeah, because it's it. I think what they're and I think what people are trying to do, especially like the industry, I think that's probably why he said this. I think they're trying to do they're doing this hip hop and trap and try to lump the two together, and they're yeah. not they're not the same thing. Yeah, I mean you know it's just. It's one of those things where, you know, they like they like music that can get a rise out of people, you know what I mean? If you can talk about trapping and selling drugs and guns and shit like that. I mean, even though gangster rap, you know, it was you know, had a bad rap back in the day, they wasn't really promoting killing. They were more so just telling stories about, you know, I see people dying and shit every day. Yeah. So I might have to get my own AK so I don't get blown away. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Pause. That's how they, that's how they looked at it. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to stay protected so I don't be the next victim. But these guys out here, they just, you know, just all about, you know, it's almost like they promote that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what makes money. People get excited off that shit. Yeah, and and that's the thing too is like the whole thing, the whole mentality has changed. Going back what um, you know, Leonard was saying about the artistry, like you know, going back to Kendrick, you can tell he was an artist, but like yeah. everybody's trying to make this shit like a hustle, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be. I mean, if you want to make money, that's fine, but like if you're doing art, man, like music is an art. You know, what I'm saying people are going to pay, people buy stuff for the art. You know. But it's, I think it's coming around though, like, you know, you got Logic, you got this guy that we listened to, Grant Hill, he's coming, you know, he's coming out with some stuff. I think, I think in the next few years, things are going to get a little different, because I think you see things coming back around. Yeah, that's very true. I think everything goes around in full circle, so eventually, you know, something else is going to phase in, or whatever, but, um, you know, what are you, what are your closing thoughts on this, uh, Leonard? Same as always been, which is, you know, the newer generation of people listening to a genre of music are going to kind of drive what's being put out there. I feel like you can be in a different category in your mind, present something slightly different from the last uh, iteration of something, but you're always going to be compared to whoever did it at, at their apex, you know. Right. I remember, I'll never forget Puddle of Mud came out. For those of you who listen to rock, they were heavily compared to Nirvana, you know. Even though they didn't quite have the success Nirvana had, but their sound was rooted in that. 
Yeah, and I can see that. If you're looking at Nirvana, just like we'll look at Pot, those guys weren't around long. Right? Pot died in his 20s. Kurt Cobain yeah. died in his 20s. Mm-hmm. That's, 20s. Yeah. That's not a long time, but to, to do so much in that time, yeah. it's a, a testament to how much potential you left exactly. on the table. Exactly. You know, because what a lot of people forget is, let's say... Let's look at Tiger Woods, just like Jimi Hendrix, and I, I, I hate to keep bringing it, name dropping people, yeah, but yeah. Tiger Woods, if he would have passed away at the apex of career, oh. there'd be no dispute, greatest golf in the world. He starts having physical problems, the divorce, all the yeah. cheating and all that. Yeah. Nobody's talking about him like that. But, Took the stroke out of his swing! But let him pass away <laughs> like Cobain did early on in his life. And it's like, oh, Tiger Woods, greatest golf ever. Right. Jimi Hendrix, greatest guitarist ever. Nirvana, greatest rock band ever, arguably. You know? Yeah. So, arguably. You know, yeah. So <laughs> imagine Puddle Mud doing two albums that were like classics. Mm. And then the dude dying for whatever reason. Can you take it all The people who were listening to him at the time <laughs> would be the people who were like, you're as good as your last album. Right. And we don't know Nirvana like that. Yeah, we heard they were great, but... Nah, nobody did it better than your boy Wes. Right. He was on that meth and just can you take it all away? That, that, that was the that was the stuff. So when like it comes to these new rappers out here, it's these young kids who are like, Yeah. A man's better than Nas. Right. And it sounds foolish to us that grew up listening to Nas. And while I don't respect his comment, I understand maybe that's because he doesn't appreciate Nas. He yeah, didn't grow he, up with Nas in the household, and and something like Nico's that he's hearing all the time, he can dissect that and pick something out and say, okay, yeah, this relates to me. Heard. This is all I've heard, but yeah. you know, so to ignorant statements like that, I don't argue with people like I used to when I was younger about stuff like that because there's yeah. some old head who probably hears what I listen to and is like, yo, how the fuck you listen to M? This dude right here is who you should have been listening to. You know, Esham, he was the dude running that. He was doing right. what M's doing now. And nobody gives him credit and da da da. It's like, okay, I get you, I hear you, but it's still This is what I know. This is still what here. I know. Yeah, and I mean that's that's what separates the things because if you think about the battle with Kumo then LL, LL didn't really battle hard back against him. But Kumo D was throwing pounds and pounds at him. Oh, Kumo but, D. But LL swore. still was considered the victor because he was the new, young, fresh talent. Yeah. Kumo D was at the end of his career at that time. Yep. So everybody was like, oh, yeah, Kumo D, you still rapping on like you used to? You ain't winning this battle. He's the new guy. He's fresh. He's young. You know what I mean? So we're going to go with this guy. You know what I mean? LL's not a bad rapper. No. But at that time, if you really dissect the songs, Kumo D, he murdered him. Oh yeah, he did. I mean, he murdered LL, but yeah. but nobody really wanted to give it to Kumo D because you know he still had the old time shades and he still had the old bob and the bob. Yeah, the you know, he had that kind of style, but he was still lyrically a beast. If you really listen to what he did, he was a beast. Oh yeah. So it's, it's always gonna come out to that. Whoever's the young, fresh flavor of the month. That's who they're gonna go with. You know what I mean? Every time. I was like, this about Cool J, real quick. It wouldn't be no Drake if it wasn't no Cool J. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, real, yeah. real, yeah. real talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of people see that. And when you're talking about who's better than who and from what years, you really gotta compare albums. You gotta compare the time because, mm. you know, 
that's one of the things that you constantly hear about in our lifetime now is yeah. how the world is different. Is it better than it was 20 years ago? And the really? context of everything, right? Yeah. We're, we're arguing about tearing down statues because of what they represent and where, where their, their place is. And it's like, well, look at the context of it. You want to bring up names like Lincoln and Washington. It's like, all right, what they did holds up into the time that they lived in. So yeah. are they nicer guys than some of these slave masters? I don't know. Wasn't there. But you have to treat everything under the right. the context of the time that it was in. Yeah. I mean, and that's another thing, too. They were trying to be like, oh, Martin Luther King didn't like gay marriage. We should take his shit down. Like, exactly. Like, So you got to treat it within the context of it. Was that something people were fighting for at that time? Maybe they were in small numbers. Don't know. I wasn't there. But you can't pick and choose little things that appeal to you and reduce the, you know, person or the artist in this case, since we're, we're trying to keep it on music. And yeah. um, when I look at these new guys, I'm like, what have you brought to the table? Exactly. You and that's brought a discography as heavy as these older guys to say that you're better. Exactly. You know? And it's not even full of anything of substance. I mean, now granted, I will say this about Nas. Nas has some hit, has some misses. He has some misses, but that doesn't make him not great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna have some miss. But the thing of it is, you know, like what he was saying, it's like, you know, you don't have the discography. And back in those back in those times, even up till probably like the tail end of the nineties and two thousand, everybody listened to an album. You listen to an album to kind of appreciate the artist. Like, okay, it's good to hear this. I'm I want to go through and listen to this. I like this track, dissecting all this stuff. You can't really do this to the, these artists nowadays because everything is so like microwave ready, like pop single shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, let's take basketball for example. The rules have changed yeah. over the decades. Yeah. You know, imagine their error where a guy was playing ball. And he had the most points in whatever league it was before it was NBA, you know. Right. And they didn't have a three-pointer. Right. All of a sudden, three-pointers out. They got rules for fouls, hand checks, and all kinds of things that are a little more strict than right. when it was back then. Is he not the greatest ever? Now that they have a three-pointer, a guy like Steph Curry can come out and do those in his sleep? Right. Right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe guys were shooting up threes, but they were only getting two points for them. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, context, context, context. I got to keep stressing that. So, you know, I keep going back to that because that's something that follows us as we get older. Yeah. As we get old, you look at Eddie Murphy Raw, right? Mm-hmm. And I know there's a listener out there like, this dude keeps jumping around. And I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to show you how it's in every little thing, not just music. Yeah. Eddie Murphy Raw, one of the greatest stand-ups ever. One of the greatest, you know... Uh, you know, things that you can watch from a comedian. But half of the shit that he's saying, you can't say that today. Right. No. You can't say that shit today. No. All kinds of agencies and organizations yeah. you be like, no, times no, times have changed. You said, you said, what about gay people? I mean, listen. You said, what about this group of people? You Richard, said, uh, uh, Richard Pryor had an album, a comedy album called Super Nick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I tried to come out with a nigga album and he got shut the fuck down. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They call it the end in right. Walmart. And so it's just like different times. So the, the people are different. It's a different mentality going on. And everybody is just, oh, that word is just too much. I mean, it was too much back then. But I mean, it's still, it's a freedom. You know what I mean? You got your, you still got your freedom. So you got to consider all that. But, um, you know, I, I, I didn't care for that that, that, that he couldn't name his album that. I don't think I would have named an album that, but I get where he was going with it. You know what I mean? So, you know, but it's still... The it's a damn that, shame the album wasn't as good as the controversy he was right. trying to create. That was a bigger problem. Yeah. yeah. It was a good album, but it wasn't his best. It was a good album, though. I listened to it, and I, um, you know, I actually bought that one. And, um, and you regret paying for it? No, no, I don't regret <laughs> I don't. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I don't that's regret. what he called it, nigga. Nigga, you got me for one month. Ah! Fucking predicted this shit was gonna be a bomb. Blew up towers, yeah. and I paid for this fucking shit. It was kind of a. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was the sixty forty album. Sixty percent of it was good. The other forty percent was like, eh. so yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't his greatest work, but it still was some memorable stuff on there. Where I was like, okay, I like this one. This is this is my shit. He right told here. you. You want a ball till you fall, I can help you with that. <laughs> Buy my album, keep the receipt, you ain't getting the money back. Okay, that last part I had a little. I can help you with that. I remember that joy. Yeah, because you were balling, mm-hmm. buying his album, mm-hmm. and he helped you till you fell. Yeah. But yeah. Man, nah. as y'all can see him, he's rubbing his head like, damn, Nas didn't get me. Damn! But he's still, you know, I mean, but see, that's what I like about Nas because the greatest people can have the best stories about failure on their way to success and shit like that, ups and downs. When you, in this new generation, they don't really have a bunch of that because they they, they just keep rapping the same shit until people just finally just uh, slowly phase them out. It's not that they did something that the people hated. They were just like, okay, we've just heard enough. We're going to move on to the next guy. So, you know what I mean? With Nas... He, he he tried different things. He was like, okay, I'm going to try. Like, he's had songs where he's trying to do little voices. Like, he had the one song, I don't know if y'all ever heard it, where he did the voice with a guy from the uh, old movie. Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. He, did a, he did a song using that voice. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, either one of y'all ever heard that shit? No, I, I got to so, hear it. I like it, but it was it was a bold move, but he tried. You know what I mean? And he, he it, didn't, it didn't land, but he tried. You know what I mean? So I applaud him for that because... You gotta try different shit. You can't be scared to just try some shit. You know what I mean? And so it may not have landed, but yeah, see, how we gonna end the podcast, see? Yeah. But yeah. The, but the lyrics of the song was dope because he told a story like Slick Rick is telling a story, and you know he kind of made it like a, a cops and robbers chase type thing. But it was dope if you really listen to it. But it was just like ah, he didn't have to do the voice. <laughs> but you know, it was kind of it was kind of dope. I can't remember the name of it, but I think it might have been off the the nigga album, the end album. You know what I mean? It was like one of those albums around that time. I got you, see. Yeah, it was it was that whole. Thing. I'm a fat lady. Gets it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, anyway, Sorry. you know, but he's still he's still he's still top five for me because Nas, he's really I think he's perfected his style just by trying different things. I think it's helped him realize, okay, this is what works, this is what doesn't. And and to, and to say one more thing, because I know we're trying to wrap this up, but yeah, till uh, future amigos make something close to fucking Illmatic, yeah. Alonzo Ball, 
Yeah. Come fucking haul it. Right, yeah. Haul exactly. oh, till you fall. fall. That, that was a diss. That was a diss. That's bro. For you. For you. For you. Yes, for you. He saw you coming. He saw you coming. That was a Nostradamus uh, prediction. Yeah. You so you better, yes, yes. You better get your numbers up on that Laker game. So before we wrap this up, one more topic that came to mind, and it's thinly related to hip hop. Okay. I want to talk about this guy, Kid Rock. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid Rock has we... made a living <laughs> calling himself Kid Rock, but yet infusing hip hop with his music. Now, for those of you who don't know who Kid Rock is, he's got that song, Ball With A Ball, and Only God song. Knows Why, he did the country kind of uh, songs on later albums, but... My name is Kid! He, he, he claimed Detroit, you know, he's from Detroit, he had some songs with Eminem, you know, that he he had coming out, but he's he's rapped on the song, Cowboy, he, he he's low-key calling himself a rapper, he's received NAACP awards... Has he? Yes, yes. But has come out clearly as a staunch conservative, and this is not to attack his man's politics. That's not what this is about. This is just to say he came out of his mouth saying, F Colin Kaepernick, and he doesn't believe that the flag, you know... Should be disrespected. Yeah, yeah, and and not the American flag, the Confederate flag. So it's like, what do y'all think about that? As somebody who is somewhat in the community but isn't, Piggybacking off of like well, hip hop cultures, like is he a culture vulture? He is. Right yeah, down. he is. He's yeah, a because, because what I feel like is, if you're from Michigan, why do you care about the Confederate flag? Right. Exactly. That's yeah, way that above the even, uh, Dixie County one. Why are you trying to be southern and this and that? Yeah. And are you trying to appeal to the southern audience because that's your fan base? Right. What is this? Something. What is this? Your kid rock, but you're infused with rap and you're. Hanging out with rappers and you rap in your songs even though you are Kid Rock. I don't know. Somebody help me. Somebody explain that to me. What What are your thoughts on him? Man, look, he. I must. I think he must have hung out with Lil Wayne. They would like sharing pills. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to They're say. Yeah, they were both. They were both lean, fucking dusting, whatever. But nah, on the real, on the real though, it's just like, yeah, you know. It's. I think someone else was talking about how like. Some people went like another, they went to another culture or like another geo, uh, geography, geographical location and did something. But my thing of it is like, okay, that's cool for this guy, but like when, you know, that's cool for Kid Rock, but when somebody else does it, it's like, you know, kind of like with the ASAP Rocky thing, like, you know what I'm saying? He's from. He's from Harlem, but he's got like Texas flow. Yeah. But this guy's from Detroit, but he's like, oh, you know, the Confederate flag, right. you know, for Southerners and. And it's, it's, I don't know, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's almost like he he is a culture vulture, but yeah. it's like he jumps on whatever's popular. You know what I mean? And so now it's like this Confederate flag thing has just been all over the fucking place, and I think I think he's one of those people that he's gonna look at it like, well, I'm not necessarily racist. Because I like black people and I do like their music, but the flag is something different. That's in a whole different category. It's hair, it's not hate. Yeah, in his mind, it's a whole different thing. Like, Colin Kaepernick was disrespecting the flag. He wasn't disrespecting, you know what I mean, the, the, the powers that be and what they've done to black people. He was disrespecting the flag. 
No, he was. That's exactly what the fuck he was doing. Yep. He said the way y'all have treated black people in this country is fucked up, and I don't respect that. I love my country, but I don't respect that aspect of what the fuck y'all doing. Exactly. And so, Kid Rock is on the wrong side of that fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a he. He really is a culture vulture, but he doesn't understand exactly what's going on. He's one of those who will say, "I can't be racist. I got black friends." And one of your black friends need to slap the shit out of you. Yeah. Because you, you really don't. D-nice. You know what I mean? D-nice. <laughs> I'm just saying, somebody needs to just look, shake this nigga and be like, look, come on, man. Think about what you D-nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, son. I mean. <laughs> love come on, son. Yeah, it's just. So, I mean, he, he's definitely, I mean, he's just on the, some kind of bandwagon and he thinks that that's the right side of the fight to be on and it's really not. My, it really ain't. I mean, my thing is too is I mean, if someone telling him to say this. So that's, he's getting, that's another is thing he getting paid mind, right. is he getting paid to say this? Because that's, really because really it doesn't have it really honestly when you think about it, it really has nothing to do yeah, with it. Yeah, he has no business it really, in this fight. Yeah, he really so he really don't pull him to the side and say, look, you know, we'll hook you up, we'll pay you, just jump in and use your celebrity status to promote this shit. Was it kind of an Illuminati thing? Did they, you know, come for him? Well, like, yeah, you got, yeah, you're going to say this right. shit. Or, we'll or um, yeah, you your know, whole family going to be like, something. Something, I don't know, man, but. But D-Nice, you need to choke the shit out this motherfucker. <laughs> for real. Right, man. For real. Well, you know, I don't know, but I'm, 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 I saw it. I saw the story and I didn't read the full thing, but I knew the extent of what he did. And I was just like, yeah, you, you on the wrong side of this fight, bro. You you were good, but you're on the wrong side of this fight now. And so now you're gonna lose a lot of your um, musical fan base because of that. And my thing of it is, you know, with Chris, with Kid Rock, I mean that's the thing. I mean, M, I'm gonna say this: Eminem ain't like perfect. Yeah. No but way. the thing about Eminem too, like he really, you know, yes, he piggybacked off of black culture. But I think also at the same time he's done so much as far as like putting stuff back into it. Yeah, he's humble and he yeah he still can acknowledge that people like Rakim were the ones who paved the way for him. Yeah, you know, you know he was able to come in and, and utilize black music. He even talks about that shit open in his music. Yeah, I, I came in and I did the Elvis Presley thing and I took black music and I made it my own and blah 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 and. He will always give credit where credit is due. Yeah, you know what I mean that's what I like about him. But you know Kid I mean? Rock is like, what? Uh, what has he done? Like, what has he put in it? Yeah. Like, you think about these, like Kid Rock, fucking Limp Biscuit. Like, what have they really done for? I mean, not to throw Limp in there. Yeah. Like, but still, it's like, but it's like you know, you just piggyback off it. You know, you didn't really put anything into it. Right. I mean, because you can say, oh, well, Limp Biscuit, you know, they did new metal, but you know, there's fucking rage. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They did they they did that shit before way before they did. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, and I mean, hell, even Three Eleven. I mean, they're you know, they're good. They're they're kind of hip hop and reggae and stuff, but as far as like putting it in the culture, like no one's riding around like, yeah, Nick's Nick some greatest rapper all the time. No, no yeah, one's not exactly. saying that shit. Greatest white hype. Nobody's saying that yeah, shit. You know. But I mean, it's just 
I mean, I don't mean to make get off topic, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? This kid, I mean, Kid Rock. I mean, some of his music I like, but it's like at the same time, it's like you got to look at it like this. It's like, what has he really done to enhance the art? Right. Other than just like, well, I'm I mix the rock and the rap with the two. I like my sugar. I like my sugar hill right. and my Leonard Skinner. And it's like, right. but and you're from Detroit. Right. It's like, come on. Yeah, I mean, he just benefited me <clears throat> off the music. You know, I mean, I don't know. There's a big difference. You know what I mean between him and people like Eminem. You know, even though see that's what messed up Benzino when he tried to diss Eminem and when he was um. Saying that Eminem was a racist and because of the, the, the audio recording of him using the, the N-word and all of that. I mean, yeah, it was unfortunate and it was real fucked up for him to do that. But it was a young kid speaking out of anger. You know what I mean? A girl had done him wrong or some shit. And you know what I mean? So everybody does a little shit like that behind closed doors. You know what I mean? Sometimes you... You know what I mean? Black people, I'm sure a bunch of us use that. Oh, that fucking cracker ass, cracker. Motherfucking you know I mean? white ass. Yeah, white people do that shit. Right. So just, <laughs> when you young and you say this shit out of anger, you know it's one thing. But he owned up to it. He he apologized. He was like, "Look, you know it was a mistake. I made it. All I can do is apologize and know that it will never happen again." You know what I mean? And and I I respected him for it. Yeah. I respected him for it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, but what the. What do you think about the Kid Rock thing, uh, Leonard? As far as like, I mean, I'm just saying. I I know you kind of talked about it, and you know, you brought it up. But like, what do you feel about the whole? I really don't know how to feel about it, other than I think that it it feels like a slap in the face to those who are African American who might have been a fan. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And that, that's what it looks like. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Because I like some of his music. Some yeah. Of his songs. And. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. He ain't doing I had, I had no idea that the Kid Rock from 20 years ago. And, and maybe he wasn't this person then. I think he's been through a lot. When that uh, guy he had, Joe C. Yeah. The, the, the little person he had mm-hmm. that was with him passed away. Yeah. He kind of went in a different direction like and maybe not just musically but like his life like period like yeah he went from whatever he was doing then to dating pamela anderson and married her and it looked like he calmed down a bit and i I don't i don't know maybe maybe he moved to the south and adopted this whole new way of thinking and it's bled over into him trying to be political. I think he's going to try to run for governor or some political office in the next few years. And something like that is dangerous to me because yeah. this is the same guy who told you, like, straight out of Compton, I'm straight like a trailer. He told you, uh, paint the town red and paint the sheriff's mm-hmm. wife white. white. He had all kinds of lyrics and the <clears throat> swag, if you will, yeah. of somebody who's rock, but like from a hip hop, yeah. you know, yeah. life. And. Now you're like, oh, I'm pro this and pro that, and right. it's like, oh, I'm not saying people can't change and that music can't just be music, but it's like, who are you trying to appeal to now? Right. What's yeah. your angle right now? Are you? Is this really you, or are you trying to sell again? But instead of selling albums, you're trying to sell yeah, a dream to, to people. That's that's yeah. that's what I'm what I'm really confused about, and it's it's really rubbing me the wrong way. So. Wow, y'all out there listening to this. If you see this posted on YouTube or, or Facebook, 
leave your comments about the whole thing. Yeah, let us yeah, know yeah. how you feel because we are uh, we giving our opinion. We want to hear everybody else's opinion too. You know, it's a lot of a lot of shit going on, and you know, we just giving you our perspective. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, and definitely not just the Kid Rock and um, you know Kaepernick thing. You know, Lonzo Ball and Nas, and you know other, any other topics you want to talk about. Exactly. Oh, that's my man's name, Michael Rappaport, the one that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He's he's funny, man. That dude has always been funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah, that's like you. I mean, that's kind of funny, man. That Lonzo Ball thing. I'm gonna shut up. It's like, it's like you come out of there saying like, you know, like, you know, Kaleem and do Archibald was not like basketball. Right, right, right. Like. You know what I'm saying? He's irrelevant now. I'm better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know what I mean? Because now, you know, we got this guy. He's better than Kareem. What I love about Rappaport, and he's kind of like Gary Owen. Yeah. In the way that you look at him and you're like, here's these regular-looking white dudes, and they could tell you so much about black culture where Mm -hmm. somebody like me who didn't grow up in Marcy Projects or... Oh, I see. Some place where you could be like, yeah, this is Magnolia. They have you thinking like they're more hood than you, but they had to study more because Mm -hmm. they have to be comfortable around black people and then yet be around black people who are comfortable with them. So a guy like Rappaport, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way. If he or somebody who follows him is listening, this is a guy you look at, you know, redheaded Jewish dude. You wouldn't know he's knowledgeable about, you know, hip hop and. Black culture, not just rap, but, you know, growing up in, I think he's from Brooklyn, you know, being in fights and knowing about, you know, black sports and, you know, just, just all kinds of topics. He's an interesting dude. You know, if not knowing of him, if you would have him in a lineup, you'd be like, yeah, this dude right here from that Fox show, The War at Home, is going to tell me. More about black facts and black history. Right. And I'm going to tell. short. Sure. I'm like, well, son, here, here's my black card. Just go ahead and hand me your hood, and right. we're going to go ahead and, and do a little swap because I'm outclassed in this category. Yeah, yeah. He, he. I mean, he's one of those. He, he looks typically very pasty white. So you know, when you look at him, you don't think black culture, but he's done a lot of work with black people, and I know he can relate. He was on Chappelle's show um, quite yeah. a few times. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was an extra on there, doing yeah, like the, the I mean, in the little photo of. A little sketch they have like the photo booth, like the Walmart or not the Walmart, but you know, like where they take the pictures. Copy, yeah, photo he was copy. in all of those. Photo copy. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he did the movie Higher Learning with mm-hmm. um, Ice Cube and Tyra Banks. Um, so I'm like, yo, you gotta be married to a black woman, or at least something. at least messing with one. Because yeah. Gary Owen is doing that. Yeah. And we see how that Gary worked Owen out for him. About his. He's like, yeah, I, I don't want nothing but a sister right now. But uh, I don't know about Michael Rappaport's wife or anything, but, you know, he definitely knows black culture. And, you know, being from New York, you kind of can't help but... You can't avoid it. Yeah. So he he grew up around a lot of us, so he's cool. I like him. Maybe what we're saying is, Kid Rock, you need to get around some more brothers. Yeah, something, man. You know, some more people of color to kind of... Do the studying. Kind of point out to you why that stuff is disrespectful. Now, you know... And I'm maybe this is the time for this, but it's like you know the whole Confederate stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, we talked context earlier. This is why we're talking context now. 
what is your purpose for standing up for it in these times? What what do you gain out of it, Kid Rock? Right. That's why you look like I use the term culture vulture. That's why you look that way. Yeah. Because you use rap when it was convenient for you. Now yeah. you're using a Confederate flag. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not even relevant to who you should be. You know what I mean? You're from yeah. the upper Midwest, Ooh. which has nothing to do with Confederacy. You know what I mean? So what the fuck are you even? I never heard you. For? I never heard you sing about Confederate themes. Had yeah. I known any of that stuff, right? You probably yeah. wouldn't have made it off TRL selling yeah. a million copies. So you know, you just you know, you just basically slapping people in the face by saying, you know, hey, I love uh, you know black people and what they brought to the table, and I'm gonna you know uh, represent that culture. And now it's like, oh well. If you're a black person and you stand up for what you believe in, fuck you. Really? You know what I mean? That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. I so, mean, you know, I mean, I, 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 and I don't mean no harm. Every country should support their flag. But I'm sorry, the flag does not trump what the fuck is going on in America with racism and, and huh. you know, violence and all that shit. That flag don't trump that to me. And that's the thing. People put these symbols and these flags above, like... Pretty much, they made it their god, yeah, and it's exactly. like you know. I, I tell people, assemble is what you make it. Yeah, assemble is what you make it. I don't, my, me personally, I don't give a fuck about the Confederate flag. I mean, if you wave it in my face, but my thing of it is, it's like, you know, what I'm saying. I some people look at it as you know the South, you know, that's a, that's the South thing. But the thing too is like, why are you celebrating losers? Right. That's my thing. Why are you really? fucking celebrating losers? You lost. Right. You fucking lost. Yeah. You fucking yeah. lost. But see, a lot of these people, they feel like they want to hold on to it because it makes them... People need some kind of materialistic, you know, some kind of... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some kind of... Something they can hold on tangible. to. Tangible. Something mm. tangible. And that, that makes them feel like they have something tangible. And like you said, it kind of almost turns into a god for them. Because if you're willing to lay down everything for for a piece of cloth flag, yeah, a piece of cloth. Yeah, I mean it's a piece of fucking cloth with some colors on it. If you're willing to you know what I mean people talk about Islam, you know, and, and the Islamic flag yeah. and all of that and that shit ain't nothing like that. You know what I mean that now you got some violence going on in Islam but yeah, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't nothing about that, trust me. Yeah. Y'all can let the media fool you if you want. The, the violence that's going on with these terrorists who claim to be Muslim, for one, most of them are not even Muslim. Yep. They're not. If you really do your homework, and then two, y'all think they're out here just to attack America. These people are killing more Muslims than they are killing anyone else. If you actually listen to the worldwide news, you hear about them attacking mosques, attacking Muslims, innocent Muslims, for no reason other than the fact that they won't adhere to their views so you know not to get off topic but you know it's one of those things you really have to do your homework yep 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 you know what i mean it's, it's hell they talk about not to cut you off they talk about muslims mm -hmm. hell you got fucking terrorists here yeah. that shit in charlottesville that yeah. was terrorism that's, terrorism right that's fucking terrorism homegrown, homegrown terrorists but y'all right. but y'all like oh well you know yeah they got freedom of speech let them talk let yeah them yeah that's, that's did i mean not to don't jump off the topic but did y'all see that um video from i think it was from in charlottesville where they were shooting, and they shot at a black person. Yeah. And the police were in the video and just stood there and watched that shit happen. 
Yeah. Didn't do shit. Yep. You know what I mean? But if that was one of us that had open fire in the crowd, come on now. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. They just sitting there and standing by. But like, if it's black people don't even have weapons and they might and they got like riot gear on and like right. like in Ferguson and right. all that shit, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, we gonna we gonna close this out. I know we've been talking for a while, guys. So you know we gonna sign off. Yeah, yeah. said you got more than just hip hop on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. We, we 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 talk about a little bit of everything, but hip hop is always gonna be our basis. But we'll we'll talk about. A little bit of everything because everyday topics is is important. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. You know we'll, we'll touch a little bit on everything, but um, you know we're gonna sign off for Triad Hip Hop Podcast. I'm Kurt. This is Howie, and this is the Rap Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> the Triad Hip Hop. Peace. Peace. Peace.